Welcome to City Life Church Podcast. Our desire is that all may come to know Christ and fulfill their purpose in life. We welcome you to head over to our website for more information. God bless you and enjoy the message. You have no idea the difficulty that we both went through confirming us being here. I didn't know for sure that I would be here till five o'clock last night. It wasn't your pastor's fault at all. I lost my phone. And I'm not sure if my phone was stolen or lost. But it took me six weeks uh, to shut that down. And uh, everybody had my old number. And through the perseverance of pastor's wife, she finally got to somebody that had my new number. Uh, If you lose your phone, you're lost. How many can uh, really use some type of phone that uh, it's your life. Would you just be honest? Use it a lot. I will thank Forever Vic who brought to my, my house a matrix printer. That's an old printer. Some of you may know what that is. An old uh, computer. But he put a Bible program on it for me. A couple of other things. And my wife will tell you, I went in there and I didn't come out for eight hours. And she came in to see if I was okay. Because it, I was so fascinated with how quick I was able to put together thought patterns. Of course, I broke it. And called, I called him back. And uh, he came and graciously fixed it. And I broke it again. And he graciously fixed it. And I broke it again. I'm not sure what it means to break it. I did something wrong that I didn't know how to fix. We've come quite a ways since that time. Put up, if you would, this morning, my first slide. I want to deliver to you this morning what God has given me for your church. And in that, I will combine some things. Turn in your Bibles to 2 Chronicles chapter 20. And uh, I would like to go through the entire chapter, but we're not going to do that. 1 through 30. My title this morning with you is What do I do when I'm faced with battle? I was so amazed at the worship leader's choice of songs, oceans and waves, difficulties and things. How many are here can say right now, I don't have any problems at all? (laughs) Thank you for being honest. I've used that question before, and you're not alone among many other hundreds. Uh, We're at a time... Like I said, between heaven and earth, and we're not all heaven yet. But how many were closer than we were yesterday? How many can feel advancing in the spirit? How many are advancing in God? We're advancing in the things of the Lord. I want to use verse 1. It says, And it came to pass after this that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon and with them others beside the Ammonites came against Jehoshaphat to battle. He was facing battles. And what Jehoshaphat does when he faces battles, what this message is all about, what am I supposed to do? How do I face the situation that I'm in? How am I supposed to attack that? How can I win in that? I love mountaintop experiences. I, I love camp meetings and pastor's conferences and high worship services and special times of the Holy Spirit's presence. I really love that. How many love that? I love this morning. I, I live for that. 
I don't have Sunday anymore. I'm a 24-7 guy. My wife will tell you I am the same on Monday as I am on Sunday. Sometimes I feel a little more anointed, other times a little bit less. Some Sundays I feel more anointed, I feel a little bit less. But mainly, I live the same every single day. We pray for the sick, we prophesy, we minister. I don't care if we're on the phone or in Walmart. We had a, a rule in the Bible study I, I held for eight years, was that we don't want any testimony that's over seven days old. If within seven days God hasn't done something, I don't want to hear about it. Don't bore me with 20 years ago what happened to you. I'm really happy that it happened, but God should be doing more in the past 20 years than that. That was the object of what we were talking about. And uh, I love this holy presence of God. We sang it. I, I didn't know what our songs were going to be chosen. I love the presence of God. I mean, just love the presence of God. And what we need to do is in our lifestyle, change during the week something that we're doing that we can take that time and give it to God. I had my eyes open to something that was amazing to me two years ago, and that was that God can move during the night. I said, well, I sleep during the night. Well, I gave him permission to wake me up. And more things have been happening in dreams and visions of God during the night than, that have been happening during the day. And the neat thing about it is I wake up as though I had eight hours sleep when I know I didn't get eight hours sleep because God was moving. God can do marvelous things today. I just love his presence. I love the presence I feel in here. I love what God's doing. He's doing so many marvelous things. I love the fact of how God, in his great abundance of glory, has allowed both in the Old and the New Testament people that ascended in the earthly form into the heavenlies that gave them tremendous experiences. Moses was one of them. In Exodus 33, it says, The Lord spake unto Moses face to face. Can you imagine that? As a man speaks to his friend. Now, this may shock you. I don't want it to. But I graduated from a servant to a friend. I am a friend of God. Now, I'm not going to ask you to repeat that because it's an experience. John 15, 15 says, I call you not servants, but friends, because for all things that I have heard from my Father, I've made note unto you. There's a difference between serving the Lord and being a friend of God, is that he shares the kingdom with you, and then you share the kingdom. How many want to be a friend of God? Eh? And I felt, I felt this change. At the same time, the night thing is coming down, and I'm, I'm going, wow, that's cool. I love that. Now, I have not seen Jesus' face. Yes, excuse me, I have. I won't go into that. But I walk into a black church, and I love the black race. They're far more enthusiastic than the white race. If you're preaching a black church, I'm telling you, they're dancing and jumping and leaping and and you talk about worshiping, they're running, they're doing all kinds of stuff. I get excited with that. That there's an excitement in God today. There's a, a time in God today that he's taking us closer and closer. Call it transformation. You can have a lot of names for it, but he's changing us into his likeness and into his image. You want a model? The model is Jesus. God in the flesh was Jesus. That's our model. And the more you read the gospels, the more you understand him. And the more you allow that word to take a hold of you, the more it will change you in the likeness of Jesus. 
I use the word black on purpose because in a black church, it's a black Jesus. Hello? I'm serious. They have a picture of Jesus, and he's black. I'm looking around for a picture of Jesus, and here I don't see one right now. But at most white churches, they'll have a picture of Jesus, and he's a white Jesus. Boy, you're looking strange. Well, don't look strange. How many know that Jesus, when he, after his resurrection, when he appeared unto people, he appeared in, unto people in many ways. They didn't have a clue who he was. I think sometimes Jesus comes to us in ways we're not even aware of yet. But he's starting to wake us up. He's starting to let us experience this presence of God. Moses, a friend. And he turned again to the camp, but the, his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, the young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. Oh, there was two tabernacles. There was the tabernacle for the people, and there was the tabernacle of Moses. I'm not sure which one. He decided, I'm, not, I'm staying. It's fine out there. You go ahead, Moses, but I'm going to stay right here. There are times, God, I don't know how to express this, that his presence is so powerful, I am not leaving. I've seen things in this church that, that some of you have never seen. I saw two missionaries. I started to pray for them, and a wind from God, heaven came and threw them up against the side of that wall and threw me through that door, and I, all the way down the hallway, and I did a tuck and roll. Remember that? I remember two ushers come running to me. Are you okay? Are you okay? I said, I'm fine. But what happened? God is doing things that are beyond explanation until you read the Bible. And you find the same things happen in the Bible. But here we see him staying. And it came to pass when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with two tables of testimony in Moses' hand. And when he came down from the mount, that Moses wist not that his skin his face, now that's his skin, of his face shone while they talked with him. While they talked with him. It happened in the prayer room today. We walked in, I think it was David, said, I, I felt your presence before I heard your voice. I really thank you for that because that's happened to me several times. It happened to me at Walmart the other day. I'm not thinking about much. I'm walking along and I'm just kind of walking. I see this lady with a cast on her leg. I take about three or four more steps. The Holy Ghost says, you go back and you pray for her. Yes, sir. I turn around. I walk. And my wife, I'll explain in a moment, keeps right on going. I walk back. I look at the young lady. It's a very simple way to pray for, for women. It's very, very simple. May I have your hand, please? I just reach out. Could I have, that's what I said to her. Could I have your hand? And she just automatically, like a handshake, gave me her hand. And the Lord told me what to pray for. And I prayed. And God instantly healed her. I mean, God healed her. She stood up. Her legs were whole. God worked a miracle in Walmart. Well, he should work miracles in Walmart. If he has somebody to listen to him, God can use you seven days a week. God can use you seven nights a week. He has no problem. We're the problem. Come on. How many can say, I'm the problem? I got both hands. I'm the problem. I'm the, I'm the problem. The Holy Spirit is moving at a very rapid pace right now, a tremendous pace. One of the things that has occurred in the realm of God, I need to go to one other verse. In Matthew chapter 17, after six days, Jesus talked to Peter and James and John, his brother, bringing them to a high mountain apart. Now watch the word, and was transfigured. You can use that word. I'm being transfigured into the image of Jesus, transformed into the image of Jesus. 
He was transformed before them. His face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as light. How many like to have been there? God, I got both hands. I, oh, man. I'd have been like Peter, though. I'd have wanted to build something. I love his presence. You know, sometimes it's shaking, the peace of God. And then how, how many, she spoke about the quiet. She even stopped us today and said, let's all be quiet. I'm going, has she read my notes? <laughs> There's something about that. I can't explain it, but she's totally right. For preachers, we need to shut up. Just, you know, just, hey, stop running, sit down, and turn off everything. Cell phones, computer, everything. And say, speak, Lord, thy servant heareth. Say with me, speak, Lord, thy servant heareth. And then shut up. And just sit there. I can't tell you how many times I've done that. And the Lord will just give me a scripture. It'll just come to me. How does he speak to you? I'll tell you how he speaks to me. I open my Bible and there's the, there it is. I've read that many times, but man, I haven't seen like that. How many have had God speak to you like that? I believe he'd speak more if we'd be more quiet. Then this shine, the face just shines. It's a very common thing. You saw one right there. It's very common for the presence of God. We showed you his face. Spirit of God comes on somebody and their facial expression changes and they glow. That's the easiest word I can get. They shine. They just glow. How long does that last? Sometimes a few moments, sometimes a few days. It just lasts. Wow. Say with me, glow for God. I've had people come and say, who are you? I get around you and I feel so peaceful. I get around you and there's a smile. You're, who are you? I mean, that's the way it should be. You go out there, that's the way it should be. It should be just exactly like that. Kind of a commonplace thing for us. Honey, would you come up, please? I'm going to show you a miracle. This is a miracle. This is now 35 days old. 35 days old. She's been a miracle all my life. <laughs> we could not have come 35 days ago. My wife fell, severely fell, on the 30th of November in 2016 and hit the back of her head on the corner of the wall. Of course, we took her immediately to the hospital and uh, she uh, went through a number of tests and then in December, she came very close to dying. Pick it up from there. Well, it, I couldn't get my balance at all. And I would be walking in a straight line, and then all of a sudden I was standing over here. Didn't know how I got there. Neither did I. So it was pretty scary for a while, and then we'd been, I'd been prayed for, my family was praying, and, and for a, a year there I couldn't remember anything. But I was believing that God was hearing and answering my prayer. I'm a prayer warrior. That's what I do. And so I find, you know, that God comes in, in our prayer life, even when you pray for yourself. You need to pray for yourself. So, well, anyway, uh, we were at church 35 days ago. 35 days ago. Okay. He keeps count on me. He follows me everywhere. 
I can't shake the man. But anyway, uh, I'm safe. <laughs> Whether I want to be safe or not. But anyway, I came up for prayer and they laid their hands on me. And, and so then all of a sudden, I was gone. I was out. I was on the floor. And so I was laying there and letting them minister to me. And as long as they ministered to me, there was that flow of that of power of God. So 30 minutes later, I got up and I was whole. I mean, there, there, there's no sign of vertigo. Absolutely not. And uh, I won't go to all those. You can say, thank you, honey. All those things that she went through. I can't even pronounce the names of the types of, of procedures they use. In my life, I like quick Jesus. How many like quick Jesus? But this 28-month marathon of prayer, uh, that was not easy to pray and have no result. And so inside, I have never blamed God ever in my life. He's God. I learned in the Corps, I'm a Marine, that uh, <laughs> the general is never wrong. Of course he's wrong, and you know he's wrong, but you would never tell him. Well, I really learned that God is God, and you don't tell God anything. <laughs> His presence is here to heal right now. His presence is here to heal. I can feel it, feel it. Feel that, feel that, feel that presence. If you need healing, stand. We can't live in these mountaintop experiences. I wish we could, but each time Moses, Joshua, Jesus, Peter, James, John, they had to come back down into the valley and face battles of the heated deserts, cross rivers, and fight wicked people. I'd like to right now just ask Jesus to take us all home. How many just like to go to heaven right now? now maybe you don't feel like that sometimes. And I said, Lord, if you're done, let's get out of here. But quite obviously, it's not done yet. And so there's a great job that you and I have to do. It can't be done with one person. It's got to be the whole body of Christ. Now, as the place starts filling up, you'll be just as friendly and joyful, no matter what they look like. I'm serious. Because when they come in with different hairstyles, I call it a style, uh, and they come in without proper dress for church and there's tattoos everywhere love them anyway okay I'm giving you some descriptions we need to let the love of God that love the sinner next to him and they need to hear this day shall you be with me in paradise they need to hear that I'm finished thank you brother Tony pastor Tony and Janet thank you guys so much for coming and sharing with us yeah absolutely Thank you for listening to City Life Church Podcast. 